So today on the podcast, we are joined by a guest. So Alex, I'll let you go ahead and introduce yourself and kind of how we know each other. Perfect. Um, Hi, I'm Alex Brower, and I am friends with Kaylee through uh, my sister, Hannah. They went to college together. Yes. So Alex had this crazy story happen to her, and it was really freaky. So I'll let her explain, and I'm like, I need to be brushed up on some of the details too, because I know I know like kind of topically what happened, so I'll let you just kind of dive right into it. Awesome. Okay, so um, I was cruising around on my beach cruiser not too long ago, and I was court. Well, first, um, a white car drove by, and they were honking and screaming out the window, like two guys. Okay, cool. Like, I was flattered. (laughs) Then um, I cruised around the corner, and um, I was kind of cornered by the car. They they cornered me on a stoplight, or on a whatever, a street corner, sorry. And um, the guy was kind of good looking, two construction workers, one Mexican, one white. And the white guy got out of his car and asked me for my number and asked me where I, if I live around here and like. the fact that he got out, like that feels like very flattering. It's like, oh, wow, yeah. And he was like semi good looking and he like was like, oh, you're beautiful. What are you doing? Like, I ride bikes too. Um, Can I have your number? Do you live around here? And I just said, yeah, I live around here. And I gave him my number. Mm -hmm. Thought, okay, why not? What a great story for a date. Yeah. And it feels like serendipity a little bit. It's a like, what bit. are the odds that we, like, you know, we meet at this stoplight and... Yeah. Yeah. I didn't find it creepy at all at first. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, okay, like, why not? Why not? Yeah. So, I gave him my number and then I go home. I kind of, like, cruised around a little bit because I didn't want him to follow me or mm-hmm. they didn't follow me. Right away, he texts me and asks me if I can hang out on Friday night. And I said yes. And he asked me if he can pick me up, mm-hmm. which I thought was, like, very gentleman-like, but yeah. I... I declined, and I told him I'd meet him wherever, just, you know, on the safe side. Yeah, and sometimes it's hard to know, like, okay, should I do it? Because a lot of guys do like to do it because they do find it very gentlemanly, you know? Exactly. I've let people do it before and pick me up. And I don't know, like, sometimes you just kind of have to, like, weigh, like, okay, am I feeling red flags? Like, with this, it's probably, like, I don't really know him very well, you know? Yeah, not at all. Like, I literally, it's not like I spent a whole evening with you at a bar already. Yeah. Like, I met you for two seconds on a corner yeah and I can't go like stalk you on like the internet (laughs) no No. so I'm like okay I'll just meet you there so we agreed to meet at Golden Road in Huntington Beach at like seven o'clock on a Friday on Friday night and he proceeded to ask me like two other times if he can pick me up Mm -hmm. and I declined just because at this point now it's being a little too forward I'm like no I'll just meet you there well and guys should know like okay if she's saying no she probably feels uncomfortable with that She's a woman, and, yeah. like, we don't know each other, so I should lay off and stop asking. Exactly. Because you would think, like, after two times I said no, like, why were you asking a third? But, yeah. oh, well, he was forward. I, I kind of liked that. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm going to go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, later that, before our date Friday morning, my mom had messaged me, and she goes, oh, my gosh, be on the lookout for a red truck with Arizona plates cruising through Los Alamitos. There's been two incidents where it's a white guy and a Mexican guy um, going around and making women very uncomfortable. And um, so just keep an eye out for a red truck. I did not think anything of it because these guys were in a white car and I just went right over my head. Mm -hmm. So time passes. 
I'm getting ready for my date and I like we're texting throughout the day. Um, he, I finally tell him I'm on my way. And what was he, the conversation like? Like, was it like totally normal? Oh yeah, totally yeah. normal. Like, just like, um, what do you do? Kind of like, I'm excited to meet you tonight. Um, do you drink beer? Like, because we were discussing on places to go. Mm-hmm. I said something, you know, I, he suggested like a little dive bar at first and I'm like, eh. So I suggested a restaurant and then we thought like maybe a little brewery just to grab a beer or two would, yeah. would be great. And he asked if I drank beer. I said, yeah. But very casual, but fun and flirty, I guess. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure that anything with him being a little persistent about picking you up was kind of dissipated because it's like, well, we've had normal conversation. Like this exactly. isn't so weird at all. Not weird at all. Well, do you know some of the stories that happened with like the, the red truck? Yeah, so one of them was at this pasty kitchen, I guess. Um, it's like a little fast food place. Mm-hmm. And um, the red truck kind of blocked in this girl's car. And then the guy got out of the car and was, like, asking her, like, um, which I didn't know this story mm-hmm. yet. Was okay. asking her for her number and, like, getting kind of close to her and just being very forward about where do you live, what do you do, and, like, just she, the lady felt so uncomfortable that she, like, called the police because oh, she wow. just was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, however, I didn't know this story yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, and again, you said that it was a white car that they were in, not a red car. Yeah, so not a red car. And even if it was, sometimes those things, it's not like, you're like, what are the odds that that would, you know, it doesn't exactly click. It did not click at all um, until I was on my way. I texted um, the guy, and I told him, I'm like, okay, I'm on my way. And he goes, great. Um, what kind of car are you in so I can look for you? I thought that was a little weird, mm-hmm. but I went with it, and I yeah. just said, a white Corolla. Well, so sometimes meeting in public is so awkward. And it so is. it's like, and okay, if somebody's looking for you, then you can, like, have that encounter before you go in. Yes. It doesn't have to be so weird. Because... Honestly, he was dressed for work, and I was, like, riding a bike, so end of the day, sunglasses on, so it was, like, one little look, not a lot of time, so he was probably, like, okay, well, when I see that pull up, then I know it's her. Yeah. Just because he doesn't want to be sitting there, like, okay, well, I forget what this girl looks like now. Yeah. Because, whatever, he wanted to greet the right person, so I didn't think too much of it, so I just kind of told him. Well, I even have people ask that when, like, I'm on a dating app and they literally can go look at my face on, like, social media or something. Yes. It's just a good way to kind of confirm. So I can see where that wouldn't have been, like, Weird. a red flag at all. No. So, but then he said, great, I'm in a red truck. Oh, shit. And I'm driving there. I'm, like, ten minutes away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And this is where I kind of, like, all of a sudden got a little anxiety and was, like, a little bit on edge. Mm-hmm. So I texted my mom and I said, hey, can you send me like whatever article that you saw on online that you told me to be careful about? Mm-hmm. And she sent it to me right away and it was this whole article. So I pull over and I read the article. In the article, it says that a Mexican man and a white man in construction gear or oh, attire up. are cruising around Los Alamitos in a red pickup truck with Arizona plates and a white Nissan Ultima. Oh, my gosh. So, I was like, okay. And then I was reading, like, the incidences. And there was one at Pasty Kitchen. Um, and then there was another one at the Vons. Okay. And where I was, like, the corner of um, the street I was at is right, literally right in between, like, 
the Vaughns in the pasty kitchen, when they're like within a hundred yards of each. Oh my gosh. So I'm right in that little general area and it was a white car. I couldn't remember if it was an Ultima or not, but it was a white car with, you know, everything else kind of matched. So I'm... Well, because even if it was just like red truck, like you could still even be like, but it's like, okay, the the fact that it was a Mexican man and a white man and in then there construction. were construction here and then the truck and, you know, like all the things, it's like, okay... Wait, what are the odds? <laughs> and they were, like, in the article, it was saying that the guys were both very um, forward and, like, said they were beautiful, asked for the number. Like, just very, very forward, very pushy. Got out of the car. Got out of the car. And it made these two other women very uncomfortable. And I feel bad that it didn't make me uncomfortable at first. I just thought, oh, how cute. But also, I don't know. I don't know. I just well, don't I even know why. Hear, like... I mean, there's even people that end up meeting on an airplane. Like, I think that yeah. one of your guys' family friends had met, like, at a, at a stoplight or something. Yes. And so, you know, it just, it truly... An elevator? I know a couple that met in an yeah. elevator. I'm like, how in the hell? Yeah. So, I just feel like there's so many crazy stories of how people meet that that wouldn't have been a red flag to me. And, like, no. I like I feel like sometimes I do things that are a little, like, you know, out of the ordinary yeah. or whatever. So, I, I wouldn't have questioned that for a second. And I'm honestly even surprised that you remembered the red truck thing. Because I feel like... That may not have even clicked in my head. Yes. The red truck really clicked. But then I still didn't panic. Like, I did, but I didn't. So, I end up cruising through, um, like, going over to Golden Road just to, like, check it out. Because yeah. I'm still, like, debating. And I called my sister. I called Hannah. And mm-hmm. I, I explained the whole situation just to get a second opinion. I'm like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, that just kind of makes me uncomfortable. I'm a little, like on edge so I think that maybe you should just text him and tell him that like something came up and you're so sorry but you're not gonna be able to make it mm-hmm. and I'm like okay I think it so, was with Hannah when you called her you might have been yeah I think I remember we were talking we were like what should she do like I yes. think that I was with her and I felt so bad and I don't want to stand someone up because mm-hmm. that's terrible mm-hmm. and I would hate to be stood up so I just thought like I I don't want to stand this guy up. Mm -hmm. But also, there's just so many red flags at this moment that Mm -hmm. I just wasn't sure what to do. And I would have kicked myself if for some reason something bad happened. Yeah, but I think it's so hard sometimes because it's so easy to talk yourself out of it. And it's like, what are the odds that this is happening to me? You know, like, I hear these horror stories. I listen to true crime, maybe. Like, watch Dateline, whatever it is. But... What are the odds it's actually happening? Going to happen. Yes. Yeah. And where where do you go? Like, where, at what point do you tell yourself, like, don't go? Yeah. So I took a second phone call, and I called my friend Kelsey as well, and I explained the situation to her really briefly and quickly, and I asked her. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, what do you think? And she said the same thing. She goes, please don't go. It just makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so I'm not just being paranoid or neurotic. And she goes, no, don't go. Mm-hmm. She goes, but definitely text him and just say, like, I'm so sorry. There's been a, an emergency. I'm. I have to turn around and and go, mm-hmm. and be nice about it. But just don't go. Um, so I pull over. I text him that he responds right away and says, "I understand. I'm so sorry. Let me know if I can do anything." Mm-hmm. Which was really sweet. And then I felt bad. Um, but then I went to the stop sign to like flip a bitch and turn around to go home yeah and i saw the red truck in the very back of the parking lot and it had the arizona plates and so that's what made me feel really good about not going yeah it's because what are the odds of multiple red trucks with red plates and he was parked which now this is maybe me being paranoid but he was parked in the very back row off to the corner Mm -hmm. 
And I thought to myself, what if he told me what kind of car he was in because he wanted me to park right next to him? And like, if I did, he could have just, if I opened my door, he could open his door and he could have just like fucking swam, like yeah. pushed me in his car and then drove away. So I just feel, cause you know, I probably, I don't know, I probably would have been like, oh, well there's his car, it's mm-hmm. red, I'm going to go park right next to it so we can walk in together type thing. Yeah. Not thinking twice. No, I would have done the same thing because I, like, I actually literally just talked about this in an episode with Hannah where I, like, meeting up when I was dating with people in person, like, for the first time out in public is so awkward for me. I it hate it. So I would rather <laughs> have, like, a, like a in-the-parking-lot meet-and-greet and then and walk then in walk in. Yeah. Because then no one else is, like, judging you. Yeah. Or well, when Hannah, Hannah was a server and she would tell me, she's like, no, we, we like, know when people on their first dates. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm, like, so hyper-aware of that and I would be mm-hmm. so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. I always knew when I served, I always knew when people were on their first dates, too. Yeah. And it was always so awkward and I felt so <laughs> bad. But I know that we're all there. So yeah. it's not... But, yeah, I just thought, I'm like, okay. But it did make me feel very comfortable with my decision of not going once I saw the Arizona plates. Mm-hmm. Because what are the odds? No, the odds are so slim. And it was just like, you know, again, like all the circumstances leading up to it, all the different things that really aligned with who this person, you know, yeah. was and like what you'd seen of him. Even the getting out of the car thing. Like, yes. That is an abnormal thing. So then if it happened it to is. another girl where she felt uncomfortable enough to call the police, you know, and I think that... Even her situation was different from yours because with yours, it was like you guys are both light at the same time. You know, it yes. felt like the, the kind of like chance where hers, it was like she was cornered. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I just think that, I don't know, but I did, I know that like both two incidents where people were, people reported. And I mean, it could have been nothing. Like maybe this poor guy is just trying to get a date, but it is a little weird yeah and i mean i don't know whatever came of it i did end up calling um like just the non-emergency hotline Mm -hmm. and i like kind of reported what happened and i didn't bash him i didn't say anything like super negative i just kind of stated the facts i said you know i only called to tell you this because in the article it stated like these two incidences so i thought well i mean maybe i should let you know that there was a third one yeah well, and again, like, the fact that there were two of them, like, for all you know, they could have both been in that red truck. Yes. You know what I mean? You just never know. Yes. And That's, then they were in a white car the time that, like, I came around. Yeah. Which is crazy because, yeah. again, the fact that those are both mentioned in the article and you mm-hmm. saw both of those cars. Like, yes. It's, and it, it makes me scared because, you know, first of all, the fact that you even had that article and your mom found it is amazing and what are the odds yeah and then on top of that let's say that somebody only saw them in the white car and maybe they weren't wearing their construction gear maybe they were yeah and then the guy comes in the white car you know like yes. you know and so they didn't have the red car to put into the situation so there weren't as many things that were like okay what are the odds of this because we so easily convince ourselves out of things exactly and this one it was just everything was lining up and they it hit every description. I'm like, okay, this is just too weird, mm-hmm. too much of a risk. I'm just gonna just not go. Yeah. So I went home and drank a bottle of wine. Naturally, yeah, <laughs> I would too. Oh my gosh, that is because then you start going through the like all the what ifs. Like, yes. What if I had gone? What if my mom hadn't sent me that article? You know. And what does this say for other people that don't have that article? You yeah. know, it's it's so crazy thing. I did I started like th- making up scenarios in my head and being like oh my god and then I paranoid I, I panicked and got paranoid even more and mm-hmm. but 
Yeah. Thankfully, I'm okay, but I could have gotten sex trafficked. Yeah. Well, did, did he ever text you after that? Um, no. I never heard back. After he said, oh, let me know, like, if everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And then I think he wrote, like, oh, let's get together another time. But then other than that, I never heard from him again. So it's not like he tried to reach out again and, like, set up another date or time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if you really, like, were adamant about, like, taking me on a date and you really liked me and you thought I was the love of your life, mm-hmm. you would probably be a little bit more persistent after I bailed. Well, and especially because he was already persistent, you know? So exactly. So it just seems like it would have been in his personality to make sure that he booked another date with you and, like, you know, rescheduled. But the fact that he didn't do that is, like, does he know that you were on to him? Probably. You know I mean? Which is, again, even a freaky thought because, mm-hmm. like, it really makes you go, what if? Yeah, exactly. And then when I go back and I look about, or when I, like, think about how he wanted to know where I lived mm-hmm. and wanted to pick me up, that creeps me out even more because I'm like, wow, like, I could have made it so easy for him because I almost thought, okay, like, he's being a gentleman. Maybe I should let him come pick me up at my house. But mm-hmm. then he would have known where I lived and he would have gotten me in his car right away. Yeah. And I don't know. We could have never made it to dinner. Exactly. Well, it, it's freaky because I'm just thinking back on, like, all the instances where I let people pick me up. And because especially at the beginning like that, you you don't have all those red flags. And mm-hmm. again, you know, the next woman hopefully has an article like that. But the odds that, you know, somebody finds that and sends it to her, you know, and it freaks you out because mm-hmm. you really, there weren't as many red flags, like probably none at the beginning. You know what I mean? So it's... Yeah, no red flags. Even when my mom sent me the article and she was like, Los Alamitos is a small town, so that's why I got ner- concerned and sent you this. Not mm-hmm. like it's a big city or something. Yeah. So she goes, here, but I didn't think twice. But then for some reason, I don't know what clicked when he said red truck, I was like, oh, that's odd. I'm just going to touch my bases real quick. So I called my mom. She sent me the article, read through it. It was scary how many things matched up. So I just went with my gut. Well, and you wouldn't have even known about the, okay, it's it's the white guy and the Mexican guy that Mm -hmm. they're wearing construction gear. They have both these cars. Had you not asked for that article? Yeah, I wouldn't. If I just told my mom to like, you know, like reiterate some key points, like she doesn't know what's important. I didn't tell her my whole little saga. So she would have never known to like point out those. So that's why I'm like, just send it to me so I can read over it and and see. Well, and the fact though, like, I don't, I, it's, it's just crazy because I feel like so many people, like, I, I honestly don't know if that would have clicked in my head. And it it really goes to show that if even something remotely feels like, weird, hmm, this might be weird, you know, lean into it and investigate it. You yes. know what I mean? Always go with your gut and listen to yourself. Yeah, because I feel like there was something that had to have told you, mm, I don't want you to pick me up for my house. I'm just, yes. just going to drive myself. Like, I kind of want you to, but... No, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna drive myself. And I honestly don't even know what it was. Mm-hmm. I really don't. But for some reason, I didn't let him, and now I'm so glad that I didn't. Yeah. What would you say is like your biggest takeaway from that whole incident? Honestly, if you have a weird feeling, like listen to your gut. Because you know, I used to. Oh, that's okay. I'll be fine. I know I feel weird about this, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. I always would say, "Oh, it's fine," and I probably could have gotten yeah. kidnapped but i feel like just listening to yourself and like don't ever like say sec- like don't second guess yourself what do you think it is like in women because i feel like i've even had that before where it's like 
you just kind of tell yourself, okay, it's fine. Like, I'm just going to go for it. Like, what do you think that is on why we just kind of like explain it away? I honestly don't know. Maybe because we, I don't know. I feel like. I'm trying to think when when I. Because even in our classes, I feel like so many people are like, like, I'll ask, like, raise your hand if you think you're like an overthinker or you're like, you might overreact to something. And so many people. I feel like all women do. I don't know what it is in our nature, but we just are like worriers, overreactors. Mm -hmm. But I don't know why. I mean, it has to just be in our nature. Maybe it's something. Because boys, maybe we just have to worry for everyone because guys can give a shit. They don't (laughs) think about things. They don't even listen to half the shit we say. (laughs) Yeah. I can tell, I can tell a boy something and then like 10 minutes later, like, ask me the same question what I just Mm -hmm. said. I'm like, oh my God. They don't, like, and it's not even intentional. I really believe it's not intentional. I think it really is. They just have a different, they're just built so differently. Their brains are so different. Yes. And we women, can I would say it's like most women. Yeah. Like, and men might think we're crazy, but it's, we're not crazy. It's just, we have different things. We just think differently than them. No, our, our brains encode things so much different, yes. you know, like, and I think a lot of it does come from the fact that in these instances, if it was a guy and he hears about an article about women running around, you know, they're scary. They're not going to be afraid because, yeah. I mean, I know that, I guess it happens sometimes, but for the most part, men don't get kidnapped or Yeah, but because a lot of times they're stronger or taller, so yeah. they don't have that, like, innate that uneasiness, you know what I mean? A guy can walk around by themselves at night. No big deal. When yeah. if I'm a woman's walking down an alley by them herself, she's a lot more she's targetable. Yeah, exactly. Where a man wouldn't be, I wouldn't. Yeah, think twice. We have diff- like a woman's intuition, I guess, or yeah. they say a mother's instinct or intuition. Like I think it's a real thing that women have. Yeah, we can just like We're sense just smarter. those things. Yes, <laughs> but then it's so easy for us to be like, you know, maybe it's we don't want to inconvenience other people, or maybe we mm-hmm. just think, no, I'm overreacting to this. Like I've done it before or whatever, and. And what are the odds it's happening to me? Exactly. Know? And I feel like we always think about that. Like, okay, well, that's not going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could easily happen to anyone. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you like, you watch those stories and it's like hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Yep. And then it's when you're in that situation or maybe you're upset and you go for a walk at night. You like you, yes. like you don't even think about that stuff, no, you know? You and again, that person was like, what are the odds it's going to happen to me? You exactly. Know? And most of the time, we don't even think about it. So it's just, I, I mean, it's crazy that all these things added up in your story and you were like, red truck, wait, that feels a little wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust myself here and I'm just going to get the article. Yep. Go over it and make sure that everything adds up. Exactly. And I don't know what, maybe it's because I'm a little bit older, but I feel like young 20 Alex would have never, I probably would have just let him pick me up at my house and, like, went for it. And it's kind of funny how maybe it has something to do with, like, getting a little bit older. And I've, I, like, recognize those things. And I'm a little bit more, like, mature and, like, cautious. Mm-hmm. I'm not as outgoing. Yeah. Or as just kind of, like, daredevil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> I'm more cautious about things now. And mm-hmm. I feel like it comes with, it does come with age. Like, I don't put myself in, like, danger, in, like, weird situations where in the past I put myself in lots of situations where I look back and I'm like, wow, what an idiot. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it still happens now, but for the most part, I feel like I'm definitely, I feel like maybe with age, I'm slowed down a little. Yeah, well, and you see and experience more things. You know, you, like, consume the stories, you see Mm -hmm. the articles, you know, and it's like... Exactly. Okay, so maybe I should be a little bit worried about this. You know what I mean? 100%. 
Well, just really quick here before we log off, thank you so much for sharing your story. Of course. And I have one question for you. Okay. What do you think, if there was like one thing you could pinpoint, what do you think every woman needs in order to just have everyday armor, living life? I would say don't be on your phone because Mm -hmm. I feel like you are such a target when you are distracted Mm -hmm. by, I don't know, playing on your phone or looking down. And I'm so guilty of it, but I would say it's not even something you need. It's something that you don't need. Don't, Mm -hmm. Don't be on your phone when you're... You look like a, a target when you're not paying attention or you're not aware. Yeah. I mean, I carry pepper spray for the most part, but I've never had to use it. Mm-hmm. I think more is just be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, 100%. Tune in At all times. Happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. and listen to your gut. Trust yeah. your... Trust your instincts. Listen to your gut. If you have a bad feeling about something, more than likely it's tr- you're probably right. So just trust your gut. Yeah, well, and, and I, I feel like we talk about a lot, like in our classes or even on the podcast, like most of the time, it's so much better to be safe than sorry. Yes. And, and most of the time you're not overreacting. Like you have to like be your own advocate. And yes. you just never know. You yes. know what I mean? You never know and you're not overreacting and you're not crazy. What you, No one can tell you how to feel. Yeah. So they don't, know, like you just don't know. You're not, you're never crazy. You, mm-hmm. you feel how you feel and you should go with it and trust yourself. Yeah, 100%. Well, thank you again so much for being here and telling your story. You're welcome, of course. And thank you for having me. Thank you. And we'll talk to you guys in the next episode.